1: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're listening in the world. My name is Tracy Murda with the Future Tech Podcast, and today I'm very excited to have a special guest, Marianne McCall-Uba, TEDx speaker, international best-selling author, conscious business coach, and the founder of Thriver Lifestyle. Thank you so much, Marianne. That is quite a mouthful. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Thank you for having me, Tracy. It's an honor to be here.
1: Now, you have a lot going on and you've been through a lot. Um, I think Mm -hmm. I'd like to first start with why don't we tell our listeners a little bit about your background and what led you to where you are in the success in life and all aspects um, that you're at today.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I believe everyone has a story and oftentimes uh, what we think are our darkest moments can be what catapults us to our, our purpose and really what we end up doing once we get through that. Um, so a little bit of my background uh, of how I came to you know, be a conscious business coach, do the book and everything, and really Thriver lifestyle. Um, my company was very, uh, the word Thriver uh, comes from where I came in life. So based on my TED Talk, actually, it's, are you a victim, survivor, or thriver? So it's really this last part, because uh, for many years, I lived in victim and survivor mentality in that consciousness and mindset. Uh, so pretty much most of my life, I lived a double life. I'm Asian American, and I had to check off all the boxes, you know, um, by the time I was 14, I was... Uh, president of class, I had straight A, sort of like all the things that you had to do. Uh, but no one really knew, except for maybe one or two people that I had partied with, that by that same time and age, uh, I started my relationship, very harmful, toxic relationship with drugs and alcohol. Um, because for me, when I was high or when I was drunk, I was able to escape my reality. Because reality was, uh, at home, where most people feel safe, I actually was being sexually abused by my father. So, and I had to, you know, keep it together. I actually tried telling my mother and she told me to never speak, it of, you know, speak of it again, you know, that that's shameful. And, you know, so I learned to sort of live this double life, like put a mask on and everything is great. I just perform well. I do well. I went to a great college. Um, but at the time I was 27, I was a marketing executive of a global uh, Asian retail and grocery uh, chain. Um, And I was also a food writer and a food blogger in LA where I grew up. And so I was doing TV and I was going to all the events and on the outside, you'd think that I had everything together. You know, I went to check up all the boxes and for me, it was really justifying my actions with my achievements. I thought, you know, I I'm doing well, 6 year job. I have this title. I'm going to all the best things, you know, and everyone has their vices. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I turned to, to numb the pain and because I didn't want to address any of the trauma. I just, I was like, everyone in LA does this, you know, everyone drinks and does drugs to forget. Um, and so that was my life for a long time. And in 2014, I overdosed and had an out of body Mm -hmm. near death experience that changed my life. So I was like, Okay. Um, right after that, I like I knew that I wasn't going to get a second chance. I had to do something drastic because for me, I was like, it was so easy to be in LA and, you know, it was comfortable. I knew so many people I could get back into the cycle, but I knew that wasn't good for me. So I bought a one-way ticket and I moved from LA to Miami with no plan, no friends, um, no job. And I just had to get out. And in Miami, that was really where, for the first time in my life, I started doing things for myself. I went inward. You know, all of my life, I looked for external validation or, you know, ways to whether it was work or working out a relationship to find something, whatever it is that I thought was missing or trying to heal. Um, and here, Miami, uh, was really where I just dove into meditation. Uh, I worked with energy healers shamans, plant medicine. I read and dove into all the books, went to the conferences on mindset, mastery and healing. Um, And I even got a a meditation and pranayama certification uh, as a teacher. And I realized like all these things that I was learning, like we weren't taught this. Like, why is this not being taught, you know, from where I grew up? Um, So I just started sharing it. I started sharing and I started like Just organically, people started asking me, you know, how are you doing this? What are you doing? I found the courage to confront my father and tell my family and really started, after 21 years of silence, speak about my story um, and my journey, like openly. I put it all out there and the response was amazing. I wasn't even expecting that. I was so scared to, you know, put my truth out there. Um, And that's how the coaching really happened. People started asking me and I was like, oh, I think this is something I would really love to help people with. And how I got into conscious business coaching is that I realized, you know, I have 15 years of marketing and business development and event production and sales experience. And then I had this, this other experience on the other end with the meditation and the mindset and really the, the soul work. But I really couldn't find anything that was in between. You know, so many people burn out. You know, you can have all the strategies and tactics and all the things that you do. But if you don't take care of the inner work, you know, that can... That can catch up to you. You know, sooner or later, something's going to happen. You either there's mental health issues is you know on the rise. Uh, We burn out. We always think we can you know team no sleep, hustle, hustle, grind. But you know that can catch up with you, or we turn to other vices. And I realized that where I was, my zone of genius genius was really in the middle, helping others share their story through public speaking, share their authentic story, whatever hardships, whatever challenges, triumphs and really extract that out of them, but also help them catapult their brand and their message into the world and how to create a sustainable business like that, you know. Um, and that's really where I've come here. I have uh, that book, which is Unleash Your Voice. I'm also the founding member and um, USA chapter lead for keynote women speakers. Uh, it's an international nonprofit with a global mission to create more diversity on stages. Um, all over the world and I'm really passionate about helping people tell their own story just like how I did mine and how you can create more impact and influence as well as income through all that.
1: Isn't it interesting how you know the the way you describe your overachieving and your perfectionism and all of those things I mean that is very characteristic of addiction and all of those unhealthy Mm -hmm. behaviors and and all Mm -hmm. of those things that I know I speak from experience. Mm-hmm. Do you think those types of attributes that we have also, you know, although they can maybe mask a lot, perhaps also propel you to where you are today? I mean, how do you how did you turn all of that negativity, maybe negative behaviors at the time and kind of use it mm-hmm. now as something positive?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I For me, I think it, it became my fire fuel, you know, and that's really where that mindset from victim to survivor to thriver, I realized. You know, through the inner work that at the end of the day, whatever happened in my past, that was in the past and it doesn't define me. And I could use that to really fuel me, you know, uh, to doing something. And I actually had control of my thoughts, my emotions, my actions, that we are the creator. We have this ability and it starts with our thoughts to pick something, choose something different instead of repeating the same thoughts, the same negative patterns. We can disrupt that. We can change it with more repetition of something more positive and good, you know, and that's really where the mindset mastery, it, you know, I would have never been able to do this work if I didn't work on my, my, my mental health, my, you know, my emotional, my spiritual health first. Uh, so that's really what, what drove me. And yeah, so now I've turned all of that, what, you know, and that fire fuel into something good and productive and sharing that with others.
1: That's so amazing. I just, I, I can definitely relate to it. It's, it goes back to those, you know, bad behaviors, I do the same thing myself. Mm-hmm. And I beat myself up for years of going, Oh, now I'm addicted to work. And now I do, you know, maybe I'm masking something with the work. But instead, mm-hmm. it's almost like you said, a mindset change of, you know what, I'm never not going to be addicted to something. So let me use yes. these, these behaviors in a positive way. And now I'm going to mm-hmm. kick ass at my job, I'm going to kick ass at yeah. my mom or whatever it is people choose. hmm. So who do you work with? Who are your, uh, you know, ideal clients or or those that find you to work with on your coaching basis?
2: Yeah, so I work primarily with women. Um, I have some male clients but just my avatar my ideal client is really who I was even just a few steps back a few years back those who know that they have a message that they want to share a story and it doesn't have to be anything tragic or traumatic but they have something to share with the world and they haven't quite um figured out how to do that sustainably in a business so and I really helped them with creating that message taking it out of them um and either launch a podcast, uh, a YouTube channel, launch a book, something where they they take that out of them and use public speaking as a way to generate leads, to really grow their tribe um, and to position themselves as an expert.
1: I love that tribe. Mm-hmm. So walk me through a typical coaching scenario with you. I've come to you. Sure. I need some help. What does that relationship look like?
2: That relationship is really it, it starts with asking questions, you know, um, Tell like, what is it that, you know, you want to get the most, like, what is that story that's inside of you? Really extracting that. Because oftentimes my, my clients who first come to me don't have clarity and focus, and that's the very first step. They're doing all the things, they're trying all the things, but it goes back to, you need to be clear, you know, what do you want to accomplish? What, what do you want to share? And especially with speaking, who is your ideal audience? Who do you want to reach? And oftentimes they're like, well, I want to get speaking engagements. I want to do this and that. I want to create this course. Like, but do you know who this is for? And oftentimes they're not clear yet. So we have to get clear because that's really the foundation. You know, once you realize and you figure out and get clarity on who you serve, then you can serve them with the course, the, you know, the talk, whatever it is that you want to create. So getting clear on that and then set your goals. And then we reverse engineer that.
1: What kind of accountability do your your coaching clients generally have to you, or how do you do, you know, check ins and make sure you're on track or you get back mm-hmm. on track and fall off?
2: Yes, so um, I'm very particular. I want to make sure that I work with clients who also know that they need to take action. So, uh, a very my best clients are the ones who also take account, you know, take responsibility. You can only coach and guide and teach someone all that you know, but if they don't take action that's that's the piece you know so many people out there say oh i know what to do i know and there's a lot of knowledge out there and i don't believe knowledge is power it's applied knowledge people who take action that's really what matters um and so for my one-on-one clients uh and i i very selective i only take a few because i you know my, my coaching business has grown and i actually have my course and i do um my talks and retreats but for my one-on-one clients we uh have a deep dive first. Uh, after we figure out if we're the right fit, we do a deep dive to really get th- that clarity and so to create a plan and that goal. And I meet with them four times a month, which is once a week, uh, but they have access to me. And this is really where the magic happens uh, through voice memo, uh, email, and text. So even though we meet once a week, uh, we do the check-in. So and it, as they're going through what they need to create, um, they have availability to send me emails and we do... A, usually respond through loom or things like that to hold them accountable. Um, And in the coaching calls, it's really like, what are your wins? You know, what is our action plan? What's your takeaway? And what are you going to do? And I hold them accountable because, you know, unless they do that first step or that second step, we can't go to the third and we can't move forward.
1: So tell me a little, excuse me, a little bit more about Thriver lifestyle in terms of some of the different retreats and events and workshops you do and what people are getting out of those. Yeah, so Thriver
2: Lifestyle, um, and it really came from my journey, Victim Survivor to Thriver, and Lifestyle is because it's not an overnight fix. It's something that we continuously need to do and to work on, and so that's the name of my company. But so I hold several – like, I'm actually next week in L.A., and I don't know when this is going to be um, set out. I have a Conscious Public Speaking Masterclass where I really break down, um, you know, the – ins and outs for how to become uh, a speaker who wants to create an impact. And it has a three part framework that is passion, purpose, and prosperity. And I break them down in the masterclass. I have masterclasses. I have retreats uh, next year on June, 2020. I have a retreat in the Philippines. It's my strategy and soul retreat. And in the six day retreat, um, for the first two days, uh, I, I teach my content, basically what's in my course, my Conscious probably Speaking Accelerator course, which is currently open right now, only until Friday, uh, and the last time that I'll offer it this year. Um, and we dive into that, getting clarity on who they serve, uh, what their speaker topics are, um, their signature talk, and how to uh, really reach out to pitch properly, create their speaker kit. So those are the first two days, so they get all this content. Wednesday, uh, they have, we have an excursion, Uh, We'll be volunteering with a local nonprofit that helps women uh, create artisanal products in the Philippines to support their family or their villages. And then Thursday, Friday, my team, I actually, my whole team is in the Philippines. We're doing a professional headshot video. They do have that one-on-one time coaching with me. And so by the end of this, this retreat, they have a media or speaker kit already built and designed for them. And within this retreat, there's Yoga in the morning, there's meditation, we have rituals in the beginning and the end, it's plant based meals. So it's strategy and soul. So we have the mindset work in with, you know, the actionable steps. Because for me, I'm about getting results too. Um, but we blend all that. That's really what happened to my retreat. Uh, and yeah, so the master classes are sort of a, the mini workshops. And when I work with different clients or with conferences, I can expand or contract if it's a workshop that I need to, you know, do for three hours or a whole day workshop, we can go through that as well. It just really depends on the time frame that I have. But for my events, the master classes are usually an hour.
1: What do you say to, you know, some people who are maybe unfamiliar or uncomfortable with the whole idea of of a business coach. I mean, you, it it can be a little confusing if you're kind of outside of the marketing arena. Um, how do you Mm -hmm. explain what you do and what makes you different from others out there that, you know, call themselves such?
2: Yeah. So what makes it, first of all, like, what is a coach? And it's really someone who guides you and helps you keep accountable and focused. Um, my clients are amazing at what they do, but they also need clarity and aren't focused. They're doing so many things. And the beauty about having a coach is that a coach can take away all the fluff and be like, okay, this is what you need to work on from based and my experience, having it done it too, and guide you along the way. And it could exponentially um, speed up your progress instead of you having to do the DIY approach. And like, oh, let me try this. Let me try this. you know. Um, and all coaches at every level also have I have my own coaches too, and my seven, eight figure coaches have coaches too to help them reach to the next level. So yes, you can do all of it on your own, but it'll take you a lot longer working with a coach and someone who's been there and who knows how to help you execute and keep you accountable will just, you know, supercharge uh, you being able to get results and accomplish your goals a lot faster. Like it can exponentially speed it up if you take the action, of course. Um, And really what makes me different is the strategy with soul. You know, um, I truly believe that you can have all the, and I help you with, you know, getting the strategy in place, doing the tactics and the techniques, going the back and forth, but it's also the mindset, like really getting to what limiting beliefs do you have, um, really holding you back. Uh, And I work with a lot of women, especially women of color. And I believe for my experience, my personal experience as a woman of color, as well as someone who has had my voice, you know, taken from me from a long time and really, gotten through that, I know where they're coming from, you know, and I know the limiting beliefs that they have with culture, with society, with their family. And it's not something like that I've read in a book, it's something I've experienced for myself. And really, it's that it's that connection, I believe in energy. And sometimes people who don't have the, the, the same fit, but all my clients have like, worked with me and who continuously work with me, like there's just an energy fit as well. So it's a combination of that, I'll help you achieve your goals and get results but I also know where you're coming from and the things that really go through our minds that stop women from stepping into their power because we are so powerful. We have a message to share, but we hold ourselves back and a coach will help you, especially me. I'll help you break through that so that you can serve more people. And it's a conscious ripple effect. You know, when you are successful, you are able to help others. And that ripple effect continues through family, friends, and your other clients. And you can reach more and more people and I feel that's really the purpose of all of it right as coaches we really want to help
1: others create a bigger impact as well what are some of your biggest accomplishments or the biggest challenges or exciting things that you have done maybe within like the past five years and kind of what are some of your goals for this next year
2: yeah um some of my biggest accomplishments really on holistically is one um I'm a regular meditator and I believe it's so important to just have that control of your thoughts, your mind, and being able to really know that you can create your reality. I think that mindset shift is a huge accomplishment. Um, Second, I'm really proud of my TED talk, you know, uh, being able to share my story and how people are so receptive to what I thought before were things I was ashamed of, you know, my history with, um, being abused and the drugs and the alcohol and how I'm able to authentically share that and help people through that um and really my my clients because when I hear the impact that they're creating and the the work that they're doing it, it's you're like a, a proud mama <laughs> like oh my gosh you know like you help them to reach their goals so that they're also elevated and can help more people you know because We can't do it all alone. You know, there's so much room and abundance for all of us to be successful. And so when I hear their wins, I celebrate with them. And that's a huge accomplishment as well. And for me, um, my goals are even get on bigger stages and also be on Super Soul Sunday (laughs) on Oprah. That's a big one. Uh, Super Soul Sundays, Um, publishing my book uh, next year. That is something, it's called Thriver. Uh, That is something that's a goal as well and expanding my retreat. So my Philippines retreat will be annual, but also adding on a second retreat uh, in the year. Uh, And that location will change uh, between like Tulum, Bali, uh, Greece, all these places, because we tend to be able to get so much more results when we're away from all the distractions and just be able to sit down and get so much done. Uh, in my retreats, my clients are, I, you know, this took me a year to do. And here <laughs> in just a few days, like intensives, you're able to do it because you're away from distraction and you're able to, to focus um, and to reach more people all over the world. I believe there's bigger stages, bigger audiences. I have some upcoming projects. and have some partnerships um, that I'll be announcing in the next few months that I'm very, very excited about um, that's on a global platform and really just expanding. You know, being able to help more people internationally on larger stages and um, the one-to-many. It's the one-on-one. That's why I'm limiting it because I know that I can reach more people Uh, as well as TV. That's another thing that I'm working on Uh, since I used to love doing a lot of TV work when I lived in LA for that food scene and now doing it for this type of work. I think people need to see uh, representation of women of color being able to talk about these
1: types of things. I love it. You are a busy body and you are (laughs) so important, girl. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Woman after my own heart. So (laughs) how can someone get in touch with you if they're looking for either the book or to talk to you about the coaching client or just even to touch base on your journey?
2: Yeah. So um, they can go to my website, but actually Instagram is, I'm very active on Instagram on Instagram and they're able to really, you know, see, not just the, the posts, IG stories. And I tell this to my clients, especially if you're um, putting yourself out there, it really, it's that human connection to you're able to see someone like behind the scenes, not just, you know, the perfect, you know, photographed and edited pictures that you put on. Um, So they can reach me on Instagram, uh, Instagram backslash M B A C O L U B A, as well as my website, uh, MarianneBacallUba.com.
1: Thank you so much for your time and for your inspiration and for sharing your journey. You're such a, a brave and honestly just remarkable woman. I really appreciate you giving us the, the time and, and story that you have shared today.
2: Thank you. And I just want to tell, thank you for lo- letting me share this on your platform and for anyone who's listening, you know, if you, if this, any part of this resonates with you, it, it's resonating with you for a reason. And because um, there's, a story and a message that you also want to share
1: absolutely well thank Mm -hmm. you again and we look forward to watching your journey this coming year thank you thank you so much have a good one
2: you too take care
0: you're listening to the future tech podcast with Richard Jacobs future technologies such as artificial intelligence stem cells 3d printing gene editing bitcoin blockchain the microbiome